Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And how fitting is it that yesterday was International Women's Day? So I want to take a moment to appreciate each and every one of you queens, my beautiful women, and just wish you a happy International Women's Day. And I thought, what more fitting than this week? Should we talk about, you know, sort of women-based issues that we face and solutions and ideas and and all that sort of stuff and building networks and all this sort of juicy, you know, women-based topics, which I'm really excited about today. But before we do, I have a huge Queen Creations announcement to make. Um, Tomorrow, the Kiss My Crown Masterclass is open for enrollment. Yep, you heard that right. The course, the little mini course that I've been developing, the Kiss My Crown Masterclass, has now been recorded. It is now online. It is now ready to buy. Um, and you can actually purchase this masterclass from tomorrow onwards. If you were on the VIP wait list, you would have got an email already in regards to pricing as well as a special bonus offer for being on the wait list and, and um, you know, and signing up from there. So a few details about the course. So the course is, oh, there's over two, three hours of content within this course. It is self-paced, is broken down into just the three modules. There is a workbook that goes with this as well. Each module is recorded separately um, and is, you know, is inclusive of all of slides and all the information and everything that you need. And, you know, the first module is very much about, um, you know, a little bit of discovery about, who it is that you are and who you want to be and talking about personal branding and how to show up as your most authentic self to just help build confidence. Um, our second topic or module, I should say, is then based on learning to actually know your worth and what it is that you bring to the table because it's always so much more than what you believe it to be. And then from there, we talk about charging accordingly. And it doesn't quite maybe sound how it sounds like financially. It is about, you know, looking after... um you know, like your surroundings and and being picky with who and what you consume your time with. So that is what that one there means. And yeah, I'm I'm so excited. And then of course, there's two bonus little modules in there, which are meditation. So a guided um, visualization meditation for, you know, visualizing your higher self. And then also some like, you know, boss babe affirmations as well. So really, really, really excited about that. So you get all of that though, and I'm not kidding you, for $55. So when the course is available and enrollment is open, that's how much the course costs and you can purchase it on the website. And if you haven't worked out what the website is, is queencreationsdesign.com and just look for the courses tab um, and it'll be there ready to go. How exciting. I'm so excited. This has just been a lot of work in the process and there's so much more in the tank and I'm just 
really excited to be heading on this venture with you all. So thank you all for your support and listening and, you know, because it was this podcast who has birthed this course and has birthed what I now call the Kiss My Crown Academy, um, which will have multiple courses listed on it down the track as well. So exciting times ahead. All right. So let's get into it. So today I wanted to talk about, I guess, you know, issues that women face. There's there's a couple of things and I, I'm sort of putting this all um, in under a couple of headings, you know, like of different sort of things. And, you know, like one of those is about, I guess, superwoman complex and feeling like we need to do it all. And the other one is around apologizing and how women sort of feel the need to apologize for everything. And I also want to link in, you know, like now talking about, you know, building a squad as well of other like-minded people to really help you to take you to the next level. So let's get started with talking about the first topic today, which is, you know, I like to say like as women, we can have it all, but at the same time, we don't have to do it all. All right. And I think that, you know, as we're talking, like what I just said before about the superwoman sort of complex of feeling like, like we want to have it all, but we're feeling like we have to do every single little thing to have it all as well. And this goes down from, you know, whether it's, you know, from on the home front, I guess, especially is, is the biggest one, but also to then on our business or work front on and not asking for support or help when we need it. So, you know, gone are the days, like long gone are the days where a woman is at home looking after the home, doing the food shopping, doing, you know, doing all the housework and and minding the kids and then also, you know, making sure their life's all organized and and everybody's life is all organized. Like those days are sort of long gone and and us women are working full time ourselves. We are, you know, also doing side hustles and and things like that. Or maybe we're working multiple jobs to get ahead and support the family. But somewhere along the lines when we've gone back to work full time is the home front or the, the sort of, you know, almost gender roles don't change with it. And this is personally something that I have, you know, been through because I've gone from working part time and, you know, and I was studying. So I kind of had a full time load, but not quite like I it was like this part time load. And so when I had a part time load, like part time work, I was able to, you know, do more on the home front. I was able to do, you know, the cooking and the cleaning and the organizing of our general life, our finances, everything um, sort of came down to me. And, you know, and I also did that a lot too, because, you know, my husband was working full time, but then also running our wrestling business. And, you know, so I, I sort of wanted to take as much stress off his shoulders as possible. But, of course, as you all know, like obviously I've returned back to full-time work in a career that I fucking love. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. Um, and and I wouldn't change it for the world. And But on top of that, and obviously I'm still running my business as well um, because, again, I love doing that. But something, it took a really long time 
for me to even be able to have the conversation about like this is too much because of course and and I know so many of us are like this right you know like life sort of changes a little bit and and we take on more responsibilities and we might take on more work and, and all this sort of stuff but the division in the household you know like the load in the household is still exactly the same and you sort of take it all on board and you sort of think you can do it but the point is, and maybe you think you can, and maybe you can, but you shouldn't have to. Um, you know, so for me, you know, it took having, you know, it got to a point, I'm like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I cannot do it all plus work full time. So, you know, and that conversation almost had to go, you know, well, I can either do it all and work part time or we share it all. And I work full time. And especially for me too, when I was, you know, when, when, when I go to work. So when I'm going to work, I am, you know, I have an eight hour day, but I also have an hour commute each way. So that's an extra two hours on my day. So that's 10 hours. Sometimes I'm out for 11 hours, depending if it's a longer shift or anything like that as well. That's a long time to be out of the house. And so then coming home at like 7, 7.30 at night and trying to cook dinner and do the dishes and make sure the kid's done all his homework and all this sort of stuff. And then on top of that, still do my business stuff. It was just way too much, way too much. And it just sort of got me to thinking like about, you know, like I guess feeling the need that we need to take, you know, that we need to do it all when in fact we don't need to do it all. We need to learn the skills to actually ask for help. And I laugh at this a little bit because, you know, like I know like with my son, sometimes if my son struggles at school, I'd be like, you need to ask your teachers for help. And and then I realized that I don't model that necessarily myself either because here I am, I'm not asking for help and waiting till I reach a breaking point to then, you know, almost demand that help, if that makes sense, you know, like, and it's just... And whilst, you know, most of us would probably wish that, you know, our partners or whoever would just sort of notice and pick up the slack um, or just offer, it doesn't necessarily always work that way, especially when things have been done another way for so long. Sometimes it sits down, you need to have that conversation and you need to get uncomfortable because, you know, I sometimes can hate that sort of confrontation and having that conversation or more so I hate admitting that I can't actually do it all. And, you know, so in, in asking for help and, but it is just so important. And I've said this in previous episodes, I think it was like, um, like a village, like it was a previous episode about having a village, like it takes a village and it really does take a village. And when we look at things, and this is a really interesting part, like if we go back, say maybe 10, 20 years. Like our families used to be a lot closer, you know, where, you know, the aunties, the uncles, the cousins, the nanas, the grandpas, you know, like everyone was sort of, they would live close by to one another and they would do a lot of family things together. And then if you look over the history of time as well, we've always had communities, you know, like, and where the saying comes from, it takes a village because it literally used to take a village to raise a child. And, you know, somewhere along the lines, like we've distanced ourselves from that village mentality and we've moved towards this I am I'm woman hear me roar or I am superwoman and I can do it all. 
and feeling the need that is an expectation that we're meant to do it all as well. And it's just really not, you know, when we were doing it all, we were just in the home. But now that's not the case. You know, most women are out working. So, you know, that sort of, that just hasn't caught up with that. So it just, it really baffles my mind. And, you know, and it baffles my mind when I also don't ask for help and support with people who so readily want to help and support me too. So whether that is from family, you know, like having my mother-in-law or my mom on call to be like, hey, can you look after Connor for the weekend? Or can you look after, you know, can you pick Connor up from school this day? Because I can't get there and Kyle, you know, hubby is out. He's got an appointment as well. And just being like, okay to do that. And, you know, or sitting down with hubby and being like, hey, like I don't get home now until 7, 7.30. I need you to take on the cooking and the food shopping. Um, and just, yeah, but you know, like I, it goes deeper than that as well. Like, you know, are we looking to where else, you know, is this the same with our business? You know, like, yes, maybe you might be at a spot in your business where, you know, you're not making enough money yet where you can hire or outsource things. But, you know, if you are at that sort of point, you know, when do you start to, you know, outsource work you know when is the appropriate time you know like if you're starting to make decent money in your business and it's starting to make a really good income you know when are you going to hire a a VA or a virtual assistant to you know take on some of those you know desk jobs that you just that don't light you up you know to free you up to do what it is that you're really really good at and again this is coming to creating environments you know, and I cannot stress how important it is to create an environment in which you thrive. And I cannot stress it enough in the sense that I have done podcast episodes on that. So go back and look at some of the older episodes and look for those ones about, you know, it takes a village and, you know, creating environments to thrive because you are a product of your environment And if your environment causes you stress and that you're doing everything and you're running yourself ragged, um, there is no fucking award for that, right? Like you don't get a medal at the end of it and go, oh, well done. You just worked yourself into the ground, overworking, you know, parenting from an empty cup, being, you know, a partner from an empty cup and just sort of, you know, plodding through and just you know, almost at some points when you're like that is that you're giving your worst to everyone because you're exhausted, you're tired, you're not doing anything that lights you up or fulfills you and you're just going through your day-to-day because you are not in an environment for you to thrive. Now, what does an environment to thrive look like? Maybe it is about systems, um, automations, and maybe it's about asking for help or outsourcing help as well. So what do I mean by systems? You know, systems are like systems, routines, you know, like things that you've got in place that some things can work on autopilot. Like for example, you know, my son is 11. So his job in the morning when he wakes up is he needs to get dressed and ready for school. He needs to pack his lunchbox and he needs to make sure he's had breakfast in the morning because these are all things that he's very capable of doing. Um, but by him doing that, it means that I get the time in the morning, one, to journal a little bit before he wakes up, but two, to be able to go and do my hair and makeup and be ready 
to drop him at school to then go on and do my job for the day. But it frees up that time where if he didn't do that and I had to worry about doing that for him, I wouldn't, one, get to journal. I would have to be getting ready during that time. And I know what was happening before that because we weren't doing it last year and we would just be late and there would be yelling and there would be anger and we'd both be going to work in a really, really, really bad mood. But by giving him, you know, like, you know, basically asking him for help and automating a system and just being like, this is our system. This is our routine. This is how we get up. And this is what is expected of you. It means that that has taken that pressure off of me to have to worry about it. Now, you know, and this goes with, you know, anything like that, you know, like maybe you have some sort of set routines. Maybe you get up and, you know, when you go to bed at night, you put the dishwasher on and then in the morning, hubby comes and unloads it. Or, you know, maybe, you know, this night, this night, this night, and this night, you're cooking and the other nights somebody else is cooking, you know, like it's setting those things or, and Friday nights is takeaway night or just these sort of things in place so that you don't have to think about them and you don't have to to worry about them. And and it's the same with automating things, you know, like if you can set and whether this is in your business or anything like that, you know, maybe you can have a automatic welcome letter or, you know, things like that, or have templates already designed. So you just need to change up the content a little bit, but rather it's all ready to go. You know, these sort of things are like automating and batching things, because if you can get those sort of things done as well, you're going to one, free up a lot of your time and two, you don't have to think about it and stress about it either instead of adding like another thing on the pile to worry about. And yeah, so I think that was automating that and then outsourcing, of course. So that's asking for help and, and, and really thriving in asking for help as well, you know, like you know, your mother wants to take your kid for the weekend, take her up on that offer because maybe it means that you can have some time to get some stuff done, go on a date with hubby and and do lots of different things. But just by, you know, accepting that help just really, really will just help you along the way and reach out. And sometimes maybe the help that you need is just being able to call one of your friends to just vent for an hour or maybe it is just going up, you know, out for a quick drink or something like that just to catch up and just debrief um so ask for that help then from there okay so now we're going to lead into topic two and topic two is oh my god i've just something something that i've noticed really so much lately is i just have to say it like this stop fucking apologizing for life stop apologizing for being a woman and just stop apologizing for the sake of apologizing So there is a fact out there, right, that women apologize 25% more than men. And when I'm talking about apologizing, look, let's get very clear and let's not put anything into my mouth here. Like what I'm saying is, you know, if you fuck up and you owe someone an apology, you owe someone an apology, right? You know, like if, if you've done something and you're genuinely really sorry that you've done it, you owe that person an apology. You know, like if you accidentally knock somebody in the street, you owe them an apology. Apologies when apologies are due. But what I'm talking about is apologizing for the sake of apologizing. And sometimes what this feels like is that we apologize for being women. Oh, I'm sorry. I just need to get through. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know. You know, where was the example I had the other day for this one? So with our wrestling business, we had some talent rock up at the sh- um, at the venue and I wasn't there. I was at work and and I went to apologize. to. The, I went to go, oh, sorry, I'm just at work at the moment. What? 
what is it that I'm sorry for? Well, I'm sorry that I have a career. I'm sorry that I'm out earning money. I'm sorry that, you know, I'm doing a job that I love. No, I'm not fucking sorry. Like, you know, like, so then I like, I really caught myself in that moment. And I was just like, oh, hey, look, I'll be there after work, but such and such is there around the door. Go, go sort them out. Um, And, you know, like, I mean, it gets to the point that sometimes, have you ever had someone bump into you and you're like, sorry. Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> I would definitely be going out on a limb and saying that that's, that's happened because it just, it just seems to be like, oh, so, and then things like, oh, sorry, I'm really emotional right now. Or, you know, sorry, that really hurt my feelings. Or, you know, like, like I said, I had that conversation with my husband about helping out more around the house. Oh, sorry, I can't cope with all this stuff. Like I was actually apologizing for not physically being able to keep up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and men just do not apologize over this stuff because it's nothing to apologize for. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I just take a moment of your time? Don't be fucking sorry. Say, this is just going to take a quick moment of your time. Like fucking start owning that shit, you know, instead of apologizing to everybody for every single little thing. It is about, you know, like, like, like I said, if you've genuinely done something wrong and you need to apologize, fucking just step up and apologize. But if this is like a silly, you know, like a little thing, like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I missed your call. You know, I I was busy doing this. You're like, oh, I missed your call. What's up? You know, like, let's stop apologizing for the small things that we don't need to apologize for because we definitely don't need to apologize for being too emotional. We definitely don't need to apologize for taking up space. We don't need to apologize for being heard or for being seen. Like, these are not things, you know, like, I am a woman is not an apology and my body is not an apology either, you know, like, so... Like, it's just definitely something that we need to just just take notice. Start to take notice when you apologize and think to yourself and catch yourself in the moment. So when you apologize, go, was that a, like a necessary apology or was I apologizing for the sake of apologizing? Was I apologizing for being a woman? Like, that's what I want you to think. All right. And, you know, and I want to catch this. I want you to catch yourself in the moment. If you can catch yourself beforehand, like as you're about to do it. And think like, wow, am I apologizing for the sake of apologizing or do I actually owe someone an apology? And if you can catch yourself before you do it, reword it. Reword what you're going to say and do it without an apology. All right. Own it. Fucking own it. All right. And then. So my other last little topic that I wanted to talk about was, you know, creating like. Lady tribes creating a squad. So a lot of people might've heard the Jim Rohn quote of, you know, you become like the five people that you hang around the most. Right. So, and, and basically that means like, if you are hanging around people who, I don't know, uh, you know, negative or miserable or not going anywhere in life, then that's what you're going to be. That's that shit rubs off on you. Right. And that's what you, that's what you become like. But if you step into a room with people who, and your friends are people who are ambitious, who, you know, want to, you know, thought leaders who want to talk ideas and business and money and, you know, how to uplevel them like their lives, then that's going to happen for you as well. So, you know, I've been reading this book and it's called, we can all be millionaires. And it is by, I'm just going to give you the title of that. Give me a moment. It is by Rachel Rogers and it's a women's guide to earning more, building wealth and gaining economic power. 
And it is so awesome. And there's been some really great things in there. And one of them was, you know, you know how you do, like, if you're working in corporate business and, and you technically usually get things like performance reviews and stuff like that annually, and they even go so far as to maybe, you know, doing performance reviews on people in your life on a personal level. <laughs> and I love this because, you know, like, and having a look and really, you know, dissecting and stopping and looking at who it is that you're surrounding yourself with. So maybe you're ready to really up-level um, in your business and, and really want to take that income step right up to the next sort of bracket and stuff like that. Well, are you hanging around with other people like that? Because if you're not, then you're not going to get there. You need to step into the rooms with people like that. And when I was listening to that, I was kind of like, well, you know what? That's fucking easier said than done, right? Because, you know, like it can be quite hard to meet other people like that when you're not there yet. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're not, you know, like, and it can be really hard to network. And especially in this day and age when everything was like fucking virtual and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, and then I, so I was a little bit skeptical. I'm like, well, I mean, that's all fucking well and good, but you know, is that actually really attainable? And anyway, she challenged to then go on, like, if you cannot find that to create it yourself. And you know, and she even posted what she would call like um, a squad job, you know, like a, a squad job description, <laughs> a squad description. <laughs> it was great. Um, and basically, you know, it was this, you know, description that went on to say, I've got it here. Just give me a moment. Um, no, I don't have it here. Where did it go? It's here. So her squad description was wanted seven badass broads who were invested in making, uh, who were interested in making millions, sipping on rosé, sharing ideas, and next leveling every part of our lives. We will text each other daily to hype each other up. We'll meet monthly to discuss dreams and goals, and we will refer clients to each other and unlock doors. We will vacation together and occasionally be available for that. Can you read this email real quick, brief um, conversation? How great is that? So anyway, it got me thinking about, yeah, like I do want a community like that. And I've, I've said that in on here before and it's just never really accumulated, but I think I've always overthought it and never thought about how to do it. So this one's mine. Wanted, ambitious women who want more from life, who are interested in building businesses, making millions, or at least enough to live a life we love. Wants to share ideas whilst enjoying a champagne or a cocktail. Women who want a squad to support with next leveling every part of our lives. We will text and we will call to hype each other up and we'll meet monthly, either virtually or in person to discuss dreams, business, money, and goals. We will refer clients to each other and we will unlock doors for one another. One day we will vacation together and occasionally be available if we ever need help to proofread an important business email. And basically, if this sounds like you, you know, reach out so that you can join. (laughs) So basically then what I've decided to do, because it is like, as I said, finding these squads can be really hard and finding other like-minded women, you know, is just even harder. So I thought I decided that I'm just going to take matters into my own hands and I'm going to create a free community, a free network 
So, you know, because I know there's some networks out there that are all like paid networks and all that sort of stuff. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a free community where we can talk, we can catch up, we can, you know, really hype each other up and support one another. And this community is called the Queen Squad. Woo woo. And I'm basically going to be sending a message out to some people that I know who I think would be beneficial to be in this group. And then the requirement from there is that they're going to then invite somebody that they know who think would be of benefit to the group. And so we can help grow the group like that. But if you feel that that description meets who you are and you would like to be on the Queen Squad, then I'm actually going to put links in the show notes to the Facebook group that I've created, which will sort of house and home this to begin with. Um, so that, you know, you can have the ability to join because, you know, this is about building a community of like-minded women who just want to break down the bloody glass ceiling, you know, who want more. It is for women who want to have it all and then some. So if it does sound like you come and join my queen squad, because I want you in there and I want to connect and I want to grow and I, and I want to have conversations with women who are just, you know, as ambitious as what I am. So that's what I'm going to finish it on today. So I've touched over those topics and I know it's been really quick because I'm being really mindful that I want to keep these episodes in around the 30 minute mark. Because um, otherwise I feel like sometimes they can get a bit long and you have to invest quite a lot of time to be able to listen to them. And that's not always possible for everyone. And I totally understand that. So hence sort of getting through everything of that today. But I'm going to finish up. I want to say happy International Women's Day again. Please fucking go out and do something for you to celebrate being a badass woman. And I'm going to see you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.